with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good whatever you are. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I'm Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper around with the unknown, unexplained, and unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing with me. My co-hosts all the way across the frigid Atlantic Ocean, the gold standard in ghost hunting, Mr. Steve Parsons. Good evening. Mm, is it evening? Yeah. Uh, no, it's late at night. Yeah, there you go. Fair enough. A very, very cold late at night. <laughs> so you're all prepared for Christmas? Uh, well, we've got the tree up. There you go. Cat must be loving that. The cat is loving that. It's uh, currently sat at the bottom of the Christmas tree because I'm here and it can't climb up the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, there, there so is. Not while I'm here. Yeah, I used to have a great cat. I used to sleep under the tree all the time. Never would climb it, just would sleep under it. So that was kind of cool. But no cats any time. So um, are you familiar with the the uh, group for uh, for King and Country? Um, with the what? Sorry, for King for for King and Country. What? It's what is it? It's a group. No, a music musical group. Oh no, no, yeah. I tell you, they uh, they did the best uh, rendition of uh, Little Drummer Boy anyone has since I've been listening to the music, and you know I've been long around for a long time. Fantastic. Very long not, time. You, you yeah. Beethoven, didn't you? Yep, yep. And uh, Australian group, uh, they did the uh, CMA, they did that on the CMA Country Awards uh, a couple of years ago. And since I saw it there, like every every Christmas, uh, I always go and put it on and play it, like, play it several times on the thing. It's, the freaking thing is awesome. Just like, I should, it, check, it. I should it, check it out later. Yeah, energy, energy in it is, is uh, amazing. Absolutely. Energy. If you're going to watch it, watch the one from the CMA. Uh, musical uh, it's Christmas special, CMA Christmas special. Excuse me. Okay, I shall I shall dial it into uh, YouTube later. It's on uh, yeah YouTube. All right. So, anyways, I just wanted to get that out and give them a kudos because uh, I just I just love that song. That's so unusually generous of you. I know. It's just uh, it's it, you it's, suddenly coming over all festive. Yeah, yeah. It must be this. You know, oh, you get, God. Get, you're getting close to the end of your life, and you, you know, you look well, back. And, because, like, you know, last week you had to share the show with a real parapsychologist. Oh, you were here for that. No, I wasn't here for that, was I? I was, uh, we were cut off from the world temporarily. Yeah, so uh, if, for those who don't know, Steve wasn't here last year, last week. And uh, so, Steve, let, let our uh, listeners know what happened, because, in fact, I'd like to know what, what actually happened. Uh, good old lightning strike, basically, uh, hit the power lines, blew up the transformer, took out the substation, uh, jumped across and took out the cell phone network. Wow. Uh, surged down the line, took out our about four of our domestic appliances hmm. and 
we still don't have uh, some of them uh, because all all of the um, like cables to the garage um, were blown out underground. Oh wow! Um, so we're waiting for them to be re- reinstalled. Wow! Does um, the uh, are you covered for that? I mean, uh, do, oh yeah, the... I mean the power company are paying. Um, oh, they they do pay problem. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, that's no big deal, but. We were 24 hours without, well, we had power, some power. Mm-hmm. Um, we had dial-up uh, speed broadband. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very slow. Um, and we, were, we could make uh, normal telephone calls, but the system wasn't powerful enough to sustain, um, you know, the, the, the capacity of... Um, well, we had no Wi-Fi anyway. Right. Um, so we were cut off from the world for about three days. So uh, I was going to ask you, do you have like what? How do you get your water? Is that uh, we have a borehole? Well, we don't, but the water authority have a borehole and a pumping station. Oh, they have pumps. So you, you get it on through the lines. You, you're not. Yeah, you don't we have, have your we own. Have, you don't have we your have own. no tanks in the house. Um, okay. In Britain, most houses have their own, um, they call it a header tank, mm-hmm. which is about about 50, 50 to 100 gallons. What is that noise? Uh, what's going on with the... You hear that? I do. That's so weird. Huh. Because I'm hearing me. Yeah, I'm hearing... No, no, it's gone. It's gone now. Just going yeah. in the house. Yes, yeah, so, so most homes in Britain have a about a fifty-gallon tank um, in the attic, mm-hmm. and then they're gravity-fed, and that tank is replenished from the main network. But here in the rural areas, we have uh, the pumping station has a huge electric pump, and then it sucks it up from the ground, and when we turn the taps on, it just sends us water. Oh, that's kind of cool. It is. But that was electric as well, so we lost that for about four hours. Oh, it was electric. <laughs> Till the diesel backup generators were fixed because they weren't working. They, hmm. they should kick in automatically, but they didn't. So, it was, so I mean, it was it's quite a... a strike, actually. You know, the way it, it was one of those, like, you know, what do you say? A lucky for a lucky for the for the for the yeah, for Mother Wait. Nature. Yeah, one, uh, one one in a billion strike. It just mm. hit, uh, yeah, took everything. Yeah, Mother Nature one, Wales zero. That's <laughs> it. Well, it was only about twenty houses actually. Um, oh, you're higher on the hill anyway. Yeah, so yeah, we're at the top. Um, but the issue was it, the, the cell phone mast that did actually affect thousands of people because it took oh. out a, a main cell phone system. Ouch! That hurts. So, uh, so yeah. it's, it's amazing, you know, Mother Nature is so powerful. And, and of course, you know, we had some interesting news here in the States. Uh, some of our physicists uh, were actually able to do some, uh, well, create sun energy, uh, actually create more energy than we put in, uh, which was pretty amazing. And, and they're talking in a, within a relatively short period of time that this energy would be available commercially, which is quite intriguing so i haven't um, seen that you haven't seen that you're talking about nuclear fusion reactor 
Yeah, the fusion reactor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're time. building over here. We're building twenty of them. So well, this is this uh, is this is one where they actually produce more energy than they put into it. Uh, well, Rolls Royce have got a contract to build twenty of them for the UK. Yeah, this is like I said. This is this is a breakthrough. It's never been done before. Oh, right. It's so it's exact. It's exact. Yeah, it's the exact same uh, reactions that occurs in the sun. The, the byproduct is helium, and uh, you know it, it's. Ah, yeah, it, I'm with you. It's a helium reactor. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, uh, I've yeah, I was surprised that they were saying that it would be available, uh, that this energy would be available uh, uh, commercially within, you know, a short period of time. Well, we're uh, going to need it because this week, this past 10 days, mm -hmm. we, we've we been, uh, now remember we're in Celsius, so we've been at zero Celsius. 32, uh, yeah. So, uh, well, we've been at zero. It's been the highest it's been. It's been minus six, seven, eight, nine. Um, okay. But we're in a high pressure, so there's no wind. So all of our wind turbines are just standing idle. Right. All of the solar panels are covered in a thick layer of frost and mm -hmm. therefore don't work. And besides which, it was foggy. So... <laughs> So climate change and all this push for renewals um, didn't really work out very well for us this week. Yeah, yeah. people forget that, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's uh, the interesting fact, too, is, is, you know, everybody's like in the United States, a lot of the states, including Massachusetts, they're going to make everybody go to electric cars. And, and like, yeah, that will work. It's like, you know, electricity has to be produced and right now. It, it's produced by carbon uh, not by, well, not yeah. by <laughs> interestingly i saw i read a news report yesterday from you know that interplanetary government commission on climate change the ipcc yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. who who have said that as the planet warms we're going to suffer what's called wind drought uh, because the way that their models have predicted the warming with mm -hmm. lots of high pressures we will see a 50% reduction in overall wind strength, which rather buggers up the idea of having wind turbines. Yeah, which we just... And our government has invested mega, mega amounts of our money in wind turbines. Mm -hmm. So that they're all... Uh, it's not going to work, is it? Yeah. So anyways, uh, I do want to get back to something yes, that sorry, you, you said... No, no, that's all right. Yeah, no, 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 that's good. It's it's good to, to know what's going on in the world. This program is always supposed to be keeping you up to date what's here and in the future because, you know, a lot of things perhaps that we can't prove the paranormal because of, you know, advances in science and everything. We eventually, we might be able to prove or disprove that. Well, are actually yeah, I mean, it's right, actually, because interestingly, if we look back 100 years, stuff that we take as normal is paranormal. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, you know, I remember... Being amazed as a child um, that the guys on Star Trek and some sci-fi programs were talking to one another on their mm -hmm. wristwatches, mm. and I was talking to my dad today. My my iPhone was next to me, and I was using my smartwatch. Yeah, and then, I mean, look at they use the floppy disks basically on the yeah. computers. Just pop those in, and you know, talking computers they had those, and it's like a yeah. lot of things that they had. They were. Still so, waiting for the transporter, so I don't have to drive anywhere, drive you to the airport anymore. I can just transport you there. 
would that would be yeah that would be the greatest invention ever, wouldn't it? Just actually, you could just transport the home, right? You wouldn't even have to go to the airport. <laughs> well, I mean, wouldn't it be a fantastic? Uh, that has got to be the invention that we want the most because instead of six-hour drive, three hours, all the security, uh, you just go right. I'm off now. Stand in a glass tube, press the button, and boom. Yeah, and I, and I bet you, I bet you, even with all that technology, they'll still lose your luggage. Oh, they'll still mess it up. <laughs> hey, well, in reality, I mean, they they will have to have uh, security protocols, and because you know, you just don't want people like transporting bombs into places and stuff. So, or, or oh, yeah. criminals or robbing banks. Yeah. yeah, it'll be ten seconds in the transporter and four hours in security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be, no be, be no difference. So, yeah, we're absolutely right to talk about modern stuff and the world around us. Absolutely. I mean, there's so many things that, that you know, nature that occur naturally that have been able to explain some of the paranormal things that have occurred. Yeah, like rocks falling from clear blue skies. Who would fish. ever imagine? And fish. No, I'm talking about meteorites because oh, yes, yeah. three, four hundred years ago, mm. these were considered impossible and sure. demonic rocks right. could fall from the skies who'd imagine yeah. interesting the uh i i do have something i was thinking about the other day and and we had a we had uh, i forget what show it was it was it was a while back maybe a year back maybe longer we were talking about uh different ghost stories and stuff and and i brought up one about a person who dreamed about a house and then they went by the house they went in the house and they, that was the house that was in their dream, and the people who owned the house uh, saw that person there as a ghost. And you told me it was all bull talky, and and uh, you know you gave me a hard time on it. But yeah, uh, and preserved. No, not at all. So the thing I kept thinking about this is all tied into that uh, to the whole program, like you know uh, Stargate and all that, where you have astral viewing, we have uh, astral projection, we have, you know, I mean, th there are reports of people, uh, P Padre Pio was seen in the same place several times. Oh, reliably. Uh, and there was also the school teacher. Yeah, and uh, Stalin. Stalin was even seen uh, in a couple of places at the same time. So, I mean, there's got to be something there. What it is exactly, I'm not sure. But... What's your thoughts on that? That that whole realm that I'm talking about, and I, I kind of lumped it By all location. together. By location, astro viewing, uh, you know, oh, uh, astro projection, all that. Well, I think I think what you what you end up with is kind of a mix at the moment of real possibilities mm -hmm. and a bit of hocus pocus, because there is good accounts, reliable accounts from multiple people of uh, by location. Uh, and it was well documented with the school teacher. Um, for those that don't know, I, I'm not even going to try and remember all the details, but there no, was no, a, school teacher, a, a female idea. school yeah. teacher. And while she was standing in front of the class, the class were amazed to see she was also standing outside of the classroom um, in the in the field, school field. And she was seen by, she was, 
she was this was observed by multiple witnesses and she did it multiple times so often in fact that she was basically fired from her position because it was disturbing the the running of the school and several other positions that she took subsequently uh padre pio was fairly well documented um so there is clearly something happening where you have multiple witnesses all describing the same phenomena but then you end up with the uh, similarly named astral projection which is really a construct of psychics um so i think what you've got there is a genuine phenomena that is well worth exploring Mm-hmm. But like so many things in the broader paranormal uh, label, you also end up with a mixture of make-believe, wishful thinking, and just plain crazy. Well, it's, it's, it's like... Yeah, give me a second, though, uh, Steve. So, I mean, I, I see what you say with the astral projection, but how is the astral projection that far away from a remote viewing? Well, it isn't. But the the thing is, and we you do see this time and time again with um, with many branches of the paranormal. They take an idea, or they take um, a notion, a theory, a theory, a theory. A theory um, but then they they confabulate it into into. A completely different idea based mm-hmm. upon you've we've seen that with emf very graphically um because persinger and others uh, did some experiments and demonstrated that if you apply an electromagnetic field to the brain or to parts of the brain um i, I don't mean directly I, you know like you you put people into an electromagnetic field. are you you're basically talking to guide helmet yeah it makes people crazy. It makes people have unusual sensations. It makes people have weird feelings. Some people saw God or God-like um, experiences. And it, that's why it was called the God helmet. Mm-hmm. But then but then the ghost hunters extrapolated that into, well, if EMF causes these, ghosts must emit EMF. Mm-hmm. And in the world of quantum physics, which... To be honest, no real physicist truly understands. You have a lot of weird stuff like electrons that are there and then they're not and then they're back and then they're gone. And two electrons that can um, are seemingly twinned irrespective of distance and time. So what happens to one happens to another. People with paranormal beliefs then say well if it can happen to an electron it can happen to that explains ghosts and you see many i I saw one just the other day um where you have a crazy idea but then they hang the whole thing on well it must be true because quantum physics says so oh please and they resort to the basing an explanation on misunderstood science and that's why I said with astral projection, you have a lot of witnesses mm-hmm. for bilocation um, with the school teacher and with others. And also there were some fascinating experiments conducted in the early part of the 20th century 
by psychical researchers who were willfully uh, uh, sort of one would he, he would settle they would settle into their armchair in front of the fire and they would go into a semi trance like doze state completely relaxed and this was all pre pre ordained you know th- right. this was a this was an experiment, it was an experiment. Yep. Yeah. and they would consciously think about um a friend a colleague um and want to visit them and at the same time they were then reported as a full apparition but a solid apparition uh in the home of the person they were thinking about they were bilocating and they were doing it fairly regularly was the person that was receiving the bilocation did they were they aware of the experiment some were some weren't okay um but the whole thing, I mean, it went on for a, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were, you know, several quite eminent researchers doing this, trying these experiments for themselves. So, um, now, nobody does that anymore. You know, those, those, there are too many distractions, I suppose, mm. or society, you know, we're, we're too busy staring at the screens of our phones now to to fully relax and do these things but they were doing it a hundred and something years ago um so there is some well-documented evidence that there is a phenomena a genuine phenomena but then you end up with a lot of these worthy phenomena being wrapped up grabbed and owned by the mystics yeah, I mean, for instance, you take, you know, they say thoughts are energy, therefore you can. So in this experiment, we were thinking yeah. about being somewhere else, so therefore you created yourself being somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, and they, 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 they use, use that for everything, though. Yeah, they yeah, use they that use for everything. For, they, I mean, I've, they've even stole Einstein's um, E equals MC squared, because energy is matter, matter is energy, they're both interchangeable, blah, 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 therefore ghosts are... They can change backwards and forwards between matter and energy, and they can steal all the power from batteries. (laughs) (laughs) That's how ghosts... Typical logic, typical logic, yeah. yeah. You know, you you and I have both stood in investigations, and you've heard people standing around saying, use our energy. Yeah. Now, they all say... We use use that in public experiments. I mean... they they you know, everybody says it everybody yeah. you know sure. uses that, that line but it's yeah. actually complete nonsense because if you used the energy of the people there then surely those people would be depleted of energy i i have to i gotta <laughs> tell you a funny story i gotta tell you a funny story because that's exactly what we we were uh we were doing an experiment uh, with circles. At circles, it was I had a paranormal study group there in Andover at that time, and it was over at Petucci's, right? And so uh, we would do. I forget what experiment we were doing at the time, and, and one of the participants was using that line, you know, trying to get a result. So we use our energy, uh, and, and we could hear the people laughing from the Petucci's down there. And then she said. Oh, and you can use the energy of, of all the people in the restaurant. All I could see was these people like dropping in the restaurant, you know, over their pizzas, plate first. And it's like, you know, if, if, I, if, I, if I was a spectral entity and I wanted easy energy, I would just suck the heat out of the pizzas. 
They had ego. <laughs> because, you know, you've so got maybe all this... That's, freely... Maybe that's why we get cold pizza. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you've got all this freely radiative energy being given off by the hot pizzas and the pizza ovens. You know, why, why go to the trouble of nicking, you know, all the energy? And what energy do they actually mean when they say use our energy? Mm. You know, yeah, do, that, that's it, you know. Do you what? get better ghosts if the people run round in circles really, really quickly, generating more kinetic energy or thermal energy or, or electrical you know, injury? What, what, what is know, it? Like, yeah, I mean, do they all rub balloons or nylon on their, on their, you know, to generate more static electricity? What is this energy that the spirit world are supposedly using in order to manifest? You know, use our energy. Well, yeah, well, which energy do you want me to use? Electric, mechanical. I mean, what what is it? I mean, and and that's always been my pet peeve. You know, people will (laughs) use that as as a a absolute thing. You know, well, we know ghosts are energy, so they just take energy. Well, what? kind of energy they take what kind yeah. of energy are they you know what what, what are, you know what is there and this this i think shows part of the problem because you you have this quasi pseudoscience or and you, you hear it so often from the mystics the mystics meaning the psychics and centers right. and blah 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 um where they quote or misquote scientific facts and they often say, well, I'm sure Stephen Ron would agree when the when I say it's quantum. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. And stop dragging us into, you know, propping yeah. up your. But there is a lot of things that we don't understand. And there are a lot of phenomena that have good um, documentation, good witnesses. And that would stand up in a court of law. You know, mm-hmm. the burden of proof would be satisfied in a court of law based upon the witness testimony. You have 30, 40, 50, 100 more people saying, I experienced this. And that satisfies, you know, the 12 good men and true um, for a jury. The balance of probability is that they are guilty of the crime or they are innocent of the crime as charged and they're either taken to the electric chair or let go. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, yes, there is there is obviously something that satisfies those criteria and is worthy of investigation. But many scientists wouldn't go within a million miles of it because it's been wrapped up in you know, a fluffy layer of new age twaddle um ley lines is another good example ley lines were created in the 1930s or the name was created in the 1930s to try and explain this idea of how ancient man got from here to there you know well he he walked in a straight line and then he went oh that's a nice big high mountain if i go that way um i'll be able to see it from wherever i am so i'll walk in that direction and when I get there, I'll look for some other landmark and I'll go there. Oh, we have to take a break. Hey, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles. We'll be right back after the following messages. Where's our cues? Welcome to Tokyo. 
Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. And welcome back to the second half of the first half of the two-hour Ghost Chronicles extravaganza, where we were talking about ley lines, pseudoscience, and other mumbo-jumbo with your host, New England's own Van Helsing, and over here in freezing United Kingdom, oh, the Gold Sandbury. Well, it is, literally. It was 19 here this morning. That's cold, but it's not freezing. Well, it is freezing because we've got guess, layers of ice on everything. So yeah, by that so definition, much. it's so freezing. Yeah, if you say so. Well, it's not man boring, up. isn't it? Man up. We are manned up, but it's still freezing. Yeah, I know what it's called. <laughs> anyway, back to ley lines. So back in the 30s, this guy came up with this really good theory about how um, our ancient ancestors used to get from A to B. And he wrote a book, and the book was hardly a great seller. In fact, nobody ever bought a copy of it. Uh, and it was rediscovered in the 1960s by the hippies and the New Age movement, who went, oh, man, these ley lines, these are really cool, and uh, blah, blah, blah. And then that's developed into uh, ideas that we see UFOs navigate along ley lines, ghosts travel along ley lines, uh, properties that are built where ley lines cross or more haunted Um, but this whole thing is just an idea of how people navigated now that it could be construed that what the guy mentioned about navigating i.e in a straight line because you know there could be energy lines within the planet we know that there are magnetic electromagnetic uh, lines of force joining parts of the planet um, because the planet has a great big iron core that has a huge magnetic field and two poles, north and south, like all good magnets. And so there are lines of electromagnetic force. And the Chinese mentioned 3,000 years ago this idea of dragon lines, 
dragon lines were not always straight, but they were lines of energy or force that joined different parts of the globe because people have known that the Earth is a ball for a very long time. Um, hey, I saw, a, just distracting for a minute, when I mentioned the ball glow, the ball Earth, there was um, a British comedian uh, quite recently came up with this fantastic idea for Netflix, and it's got nothing to do with Harry and Meghan, um, but why don't Netflix fund a documentary, give these flat earthers a budget and a boat, and send them off to find the edge of the world? Wouldn't that Good be idea. Wouldn't that be fun? We we definitely should get a flat earther on the show. Well, I suppose we could. We 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 should we should we owe it to humanity to have a flat earther explain to us why we are in fact living on a disc. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Get, I'm, in, the I'm chat, at... get in the chat and let us know if you want a flat earther on the show. There you go. There you go. Let us know. Uh so ley lines are not I mean, they're not real well in the in the sense that they what they're described as uh, they they may be real in the sense how they were originally described because that makes sense that if i was going to navigate to um I, I wouldn't, you know, follow the moon, uh, follow the moon or follow the stars. If you just follow the moon or follow a star, you would walk in a great big circle. Um, inevitably, because it rises one side and sets on the other side. And if you're just slavishly following it, you would inevitably walk in, you know, an arc part of a circle. And you would eventually, I suppose, end up back where you started. You wouldn't really get to your destination. So if you're navigating through thick forests and landscape, you would look for a prominent land feature and walk toward it. And when you got there, you right. would walk. Okay. Yeah, right. So that's what you said. That was what ley lines were. Are we talking about Al Alfred Wilkins? Watkins? We are. Okay. Uh, Alfred Watkins. Um, the old straight track. The old straight track. Yeah. And it made perfect sense. You know, it was it was only a notion, but it made sense. But this idea that, you know, somehow alien UFOs could come down and recharge their batteries or um, ghosts navigate along ley lines or where ley lines cross, um, haunted houses are built, uh, you know, it's all new age. It's It's taking a an idea, and then running over the hills and far away with it. Right. And that's that's the problem. That's why science won't investigate many of these things. That's why you don't have academics showing any interest in it. Because, because of the new age wrapping that's gone around them, there's no funding, there's no credibility. And so they they won't go anywhere near it for professional credibility and funding reasons. You know, no no research organization is going to chuck loads of money at some of the concepts yeah. like by location. Yeah. The uh the interesting thing is is that 
we have these and they've been around for so long that now they're almost considered as troops. Uh, Absolutely. A lot of people like flat earth, for instance. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just the the, you know, we've been saying the mystics and the crackpots, Mm -hmm. but it's also academic mainstream parapsychology. Um, There are there are good examples where you see the academics frustrated because they haven't got an explanation jumping on to a bandwagon. They did it with uh, EMF. They did it with infrasound. I have lost count of the amount of academic parapsychologists citing infrasound as a potential cause when actually you look at the nature of the experiences and if you've studied infrasound, that it, it's not involved because the reported effects are not the type of effect that you would get with infrasound. But it sounds wonderful to the academics and rather like a desperate man clinging at a piece of driftwood, um, they all jump on the bandwagon. And once they start saying it on the TV shows, you know, oh, Dr. Blah, 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 a real parapsychologist said it was infrasound. Mm, I'm so sure your or, name gets thrown up. Uh, no, <laughs> fortunately. Um, what tends to happen is the uh, the non-academic ghost hunting community all start repeating it parrot fashion. Okay. So, you know, this idea that things are EMF, um, you know, we all saw all of the parapsychologists on the TV shows grabbing their EMF meters 20, uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago, um, measuring EMF. Uh, there wasn't a television show that didn't feature the investigator or the parapsychologist with an EMF meter in their hand. Yeah. I mean, I, how many pictures have I had my picture taken with that stupid cell sensor in my hand? Yeah. Um, that that message passed, you know, sort of, and the PKE meter was, you know, a form of electromagnetic field right. thing. Um, to people see these things in the media, they see respected academics using them and they think that they are therefore a scientific tool mm-hmm. um, and go out and buy their own cheap versions, homemade versions Mass mm-hmm. produced, sold by you know the ghost hunting uh, stores or little homebrew workshop guys making a couple of bucks, well a couple of hundred bucks, and you know they all want one. Uh, Paranormal Kitty is a is an excellent example of that because there is, you know, courtesy of Sandra, I have Paranormal Kitty. Paranormal Kitty has been examined closely, and it's a theremin a musical instrument invented in the 1920s that uses an interaction of the human body, which conducts electricity because it's a big fat bag of salty water. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it also has its own electrochemical, um, you know, our nervous system is electrochemical. Right. So, so, it has its own, so it has its own electromagnetic field surrounding it. That mm. interacts with... Um, a generated field of the, and makes makes musical tones, but it can also light up lights and set off buzzers as things go near it, as people go near it. And that's Paranormal Kitty, that's the REM pod, that's ninety percent of these devices are just theremins. Now, 
you know, I, I was just thinking as I'm t- listening to you speak is that, you know, I think I might restructure my team. I might break it into two groups now. I'm right. The, the environmental team and the psychology team. So the psychology what team. Will, what, pardon me? That's what Parasites did 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. We, uh, have, yeah. we have one half of the group are looking, well, or both, both halves are looking at the location. Mm-hmm. One half is considering the psychological and the physiological. The other half are looking at the environment itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not really looking for ghosts anymore. In fact, on our recent insurance renewal, um, if you put down you're a ghost hunting team, you pay a lot of money. If you put yeah. down your environmental research team, you pay a lot less. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in man. reality, that's what we are. We are environmental uh, investigators. Well, you should be, anyways. Yeah, we should be, and that's what ghost hunting really is. Um, you know, the nub of it is find the ex, find a reasonable, plausible cause. Now, if, that cause there is could one. be with, if well. That's what I mean. Try and find one. If you don't find one, then, you know, you either need to look harder, look in a new way, or accept the fact that you can't explain it. Mm-hmm. But even that doesn't mean it's paranormal. No. So we have we have one half of the group effectively looking at, is it the location or is it the people in the location? And an interaction, you know, between them and the location or just them. You know, sometimes some of these phenomena are just entirely created within the individual. Mm-hmm. That doesn't and mean to say that that person, you know, I did a, I did a, an interesting case uh, just as we came out of lockdown. Um, obviously, a lot of it's confidential, but it was an elderly gentleman who was hearing noises, uh, sounds that were extremely disruptive and extremely disturbing, but nobody else could hear the sounds. He contacted the police, he contacted the environmental health people, he contacted anybody. He was desperate because these sounds that he could hear were driving him absolutely mad. He was fixated on them. Um, He was coming up with ever more bizarre um, explanations to try and um, understand what what was happening to him. You know, he was blaming his neighbours and saying that they were doing this sound, and when anybody came to the house, they would stop, and therefore, um, you know, they were trying to drive him out of the property. Now, for him, those sounds were completely real. He could hear them. I have no doubt about that. I I, I met him. I spoke to him. I spent hours with him. These sounds were absolutely real to him. But none of our equipment could pick it up. None of the infrasound equipment could pick it up. I couldn't hear anything. And eventually, um, thank God for my nurse training, it it dawned on me um, because of he was describing when they were when they were at their uh, worst that what he actually had was quite a rare form of tinnitus. Not the tinnitus oh, yeah. that we that we all like, know and understand. Tinnitus, it would be tinnitus here, I think, states, right? Yeah, well, yeah. he would not the one that we all know about, the ringing and buzzing in your ear. But effectively, he was hearing the blood flowing through the capillaries inside his ears. All right, fair enough. Yeah, And it can be medically tested for 
by using a particular test. Now, most GPs, most most doctors wouldn't ordinarily do this test because it's quite a rare phenomena, uh, phys- a physiological condition. Um, so eventually, <laughs> his big problem was he didn't trust anybody. And when I was, you know, saying, well, I can't hear it, the equipment can't pick it up, but there is something clearly wrong. Eventually, he did go to his doctor. Eventually, the tests were done. The diagnosis was made and treatment was given. But it just, you know, it it teaches you that for him, it was a very real phenomena. He could hear, he genuinely could hear these sounds that nobody else could hear. So, you know, with with a lot of phenomena, um, you've got to look at the bigger picture. You you don't just look at the location and go, oh, well, Anne Boleyn was here, therefore that man saw something, therefore it must be Anne Boleyn, which is what a lot of ghost hunters do. Right, true. But, you know, let's go back as we circle around back to the beginning of the show where we were talking about the, the, the phenomena for instance, by locating and, yeah. and uh, remote viewing and so forth. You know, I, I still believe that a, a good portion of hauntings are created by the people who experience them. Uh, you will be in certain locations and, you know, so only a certain number will see something or hear something and the same people oh, yeah. there won't be heard of. And I, and I know and, and I don't it's not I can't say, OK, I can't sit here and give you the results, but just from experience that. When Maureen uh, channels, trans channels, that, you know, if I'm carrying an EMF meter with me, then that thing will, will spike. And I, so, I, yeah, I know that it's, it's not accurate, but I also know there's a correlation But when this occurs. And, and I think that we create a lot of this ourselves. So we, we are, uh, you know, we do can produce electricity, as you, as you mentioned earlier. I, I don't we, think we even need to produce electricity to do it. Uh, um, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that we have. The ability to create. I I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right because there are, um, we, oh, it must be now 20 something years ago. uh, Anne and I were talking about what we called the ghost in the machine. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, not the one that was later, you know, I mean, it's but that title's been used before. Yeah, 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 You know, we just called it that, which is that things like EVP. Things like EMF meters that light up and jump about, um, you know, the, the needles jumping about on them, may actually be caused not by a, an entity, a ghost, but maybe by the person or the group of people um, using psychokinesis. Exactly. They all they're all willing this to happen, and effectively they are causing it to then happen. So, you know. We've done replication experiments where groups of people have claimed that they were holding a seance, that they were uh, doing a Ouija board or a planchette or some other experiment, and weird stuff was happening. So we we drag them all back and say, do it again while we record it, while we document it, because only by doing that do we you know, stand any chance at all of trying to understand what's taking place. Sure. But the modern ghost hunter because of Zach and other programs, um, you, you know, they, they just accept, they blindly accept. In, 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 the, in the Middle Ages, 
um, mankind assumed that everything he couldn't explain was either God or a demon. demonic. Demonic, yeah, demonic, yeah. So a lot of these phenomena, ghosts, poltergeists, stones that dropped, you know, inexplicably on top of buildings or people and stuff getting thrown about was always demonic. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Enlightenment, the Renaissance, and science began to understand stuff like stones do fall from the sky. And But now you've got Zach Bagans and many, many, many ghost hunters who watch his program blaming demons again. It's yeah, like the Renaissance never now. happened. Mm. You know, what? We, oh, forget well, the Enlightenment. Well, wait a minute. Right? Well, let's look at the flat earthers, right? Yeah. I thought that was dismissed a long time ago, but it was dismissed. Well, yeah, I mean, man has generally accepted the world is a ball for more than 3,000 years. The Greeks knew it was a ball. The Egyptians knew it was a ball. The Chinese knew it was a ball. The Arabs knew it was a ball. Everybody, even the Native American Indians knew it was a ball. Wasn't proven to be a ball until a little later, about a thousand fifteen hundred years ago, when experiments were done. Um, but now we're back all the way back to disc world. Terry Pratchett was right. Yeah, it's 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 strange how we do. It's just like we don't want to accept things anymore. We want to look well, for something yeah. else, and you know. Yeah, let's, you know, but you see that with so many other things now. Um, you know, this idea that belief out, outweighs, personal belief outweighs fact. Uh, you know, I can be whatever gender I want. Exactly. You know, forget, forget biology. My belief is that. And everybody now has to go, oh, okay, then we have to accept your belief. And so, that, that notion bleeds through into the paranormal. So I'm curious because I know that you and, and Anne especially did an extensive uh, uh, questionnaire before you did cases and stuff. Was yeah. did you see any correlation between the belief in ghosts in the existence uh, and the existence of their hauntings? Um, you, you would have to speak to Anne to get the detail, but yes, mm-hmm. if you if belief is a powerful motivator um, because basically it stops you looking. Um, you know, if you say, if you are, if you are, um, if you can hear my voice make a sound and then there is a sound of anything, um, most, most modern ghost hunters will go, thank you. Can you do it again? Yeah. It doesn't matter what the sound was. They don't go and look. They just blindly accept that they ask for something. Now, when you play back the a recorder, that may have been running for some hours continually, you will hear lots of sounds as buildings settle, creak, doors open, close, the wind moves things. So there is an awful lot of sound. But then they ask a question and they hear a sound. The sound may have been repeated many, many, many times, but they blindly accept instead of, well, what caused it? That's the problem with modern ghost research. It's just unquestioning belief. Well, I, I, I don't really think it's research, but I go no, it's not re- there's no research. No, um, there's no to me anyways. You know, it is blind belief. And these people already, you know, 
they have already made a decision that the location is haunted, that the haunting is a demon, uh, blah, 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 blah. And all they're looking for really is verification of their belief. Anything will satisfy their, you know, that, that need for verification. The slightest noise, tap, rap, squeak, stomach, stomach groan, anything. Thank you very much. Can you do it again? True, fair enough. Which is, you know, sad in a way. Uh, or my well, favourite. You know, if you don't want us here, make a sign. Let us know that you don't want us here. And you hear that, you know, oh, can you do it again? Because we just want to be sure. Yeah. Can you do it again? Because we, well, I've told you three times now, off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's the whole thing is intriguing. And, and unfortunately, I think a lot of the, the approach uh, to it now is is misguided. I mean, we we really should be looking at it in a little different angle. I mean, I think as you mentioned uh, many many times that you know there could be some breakthroughs made by amateurs yeah, and and but you have to be you know you have to be in that mindset to that you right. really want to. I I am convinced that. Uh, these people are in the right place, often at the right time. Some of them are, are properly equipped. You know, they've got cameras, they've got sound recorders, they've got some other basic equipment. And if they used it properly and up their game a little bit, they could potentially find some challenging data that would, yeah. that would, you know, they, they could then present to the academics and the academics go, yes, that's really interesting. It's been properly collected. We will, we will, you know, we are satisfied, and we will go and take a closer look. But they, they're not upping their game because they don't want to. They don't want to find out it was a dripping tap. They want to believe it was a demonic entity, and that's that's frustrating because they could make potentially a breakthrough in our understanding. But instead of being guided by the evidence and following, you know the trail of evidence they're following belief yeah are are uh they're uh, they're so results orientated that they'll accept anything as yeah. as proof yeah. now i mean there is a world of difference between doing an investigation doing a public yes yes we 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 definitely want to distinguish between yeah between because what you what you are there for is to entertain entertain and exactly and if you don't scare the bejesus out of out of them, you failed. You know, these, pe- <laughs> these people have paid 20 bucks or 40 bucks, bucks or whatever they've paid for mm-hmm. a night entertainment. It's it's in it's wrapped up in a ghost hunt. Um, but that's not why, you know, they're just there to be frightened. They want it's like going to the movies back in the 60s, uh, watching a scary movie with your friends. This is the interactive scary movie that you can be part of. And if you don't scare the crap out of them, you failed. So it is a very different animal. It is. And, and you know, the the interesting thing about those public... Oh, we are running over time. Two minutes left. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the interesting <laughs> thing is, is, first of all, during those things, uh, unexplained phenomena yes, can occur. Yes, it does. Can occur. And interestingly, to sum up before we find out who the show is brought to you by, uh, there have been some interesting studies whereby if you provoke the phenomena by impersonating it and then stop, the phenomena may continue. 
So what they've done with those is they've started seances and they've had people um, rapping and knocking responses. And then at a point within the seance, that person stops. So the agent provocateur stops, but the phenomena has been kickstarted into life. And we'll so we, we were like training the ghost to, to knock. <laughs> or kind of like the Philip experiment. Yeah, okay. Anyways, we do have to wrap it up. So, uh, okay. Uh, in interesting stuff. If you have thoughts on this, if you, you we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, do you want us to get a flat earther on the show? Yeah, and if you're a flat earther, we'd love to have you on the show just so we can understand. And understand. That's all. Just explain it to me. I, I'm open. I'm open to everything. Anyways, today's show is, uh, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Steve and Ron right here on Tojanet, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Thurman, Massachusetts, the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our very, very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. So if you would like to help support the show and uh, get something in return with over 40 exclusive videos for you, uh, join us on uh, Patreon. It's three bucks a month, which is a cup of coffee. So uh, join us. Anyways, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. So till next time, uh, stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Good night. God bless. Good night. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.